0: This is a Socialist News and Views special report.
1: I'm Nick Schilling Ford coming to you from the Urban Cabin Studios in South Minneapolis with this special report. We will have an interview with the Ward 12 City Council candidate for Minneapolis for 2021. We're a week out from the election here in Minneapolis. In Ward 12, David Rosenfeld is running uh, on the Socialist Workers' Party ticket, and uh, so we will have an interview with him. Uh, The Urban Cabin Studios and uh, Socialist News and Views are based in Ward 12, uh, currently uh, Andrew Johnson's ward, and uh, so we'll be having that interview. Also going to go to an ad quickly here from Robin from Minneapolis, Robin Wilsley warblah I've been out uh, door knocking for Robin, supporting Robin. Uh, She's been a friend of mine for some time. Um, So we'll go to that ad right now.
2: Black lives, they matter here. Black lives, they matter here. Native lives, they matter here. Four years ago, I helped lead the fight for a $15 minimum wage and stood with our working class communities. Three years ago, I organized for a $2 million investment to community schools. One year ago, I was with all of you in demanding justice for George Floyd and organized mutual aid efforts to provide food and safety for our community. And this ongoing work is not a choice, but a stake in a fight for an equitable future. And I am in this fight for the long haul. I'm Robin Wansley wullaby and I am a Democratic Socialist, labor activist, renter, community organizer, and I am running in War II to be Minneapolis' first Black Democratic Socialist City Council member. I was born in Southside, Chicago, in a predominantly working-class Black community. Both my parents and relatives invested their dreams, time, and resources into me, and I'm investing those same dreams and resources back to a vision for a better Minneapolis. Our city has an abundance of resources that are being hoarded by the rich. We can take back those resources to become a city where housing is a human right, where communities are fully funded, where everyone can breathe. Communities all across the city are working together and voicing their demands, and we need strong leadership within city council to ensure these demands are met. We have the power to heal, build, and rise up as a community to achieve this vision. This will take a working class, multiracial coalition to turn our vision into a reality. We need a movement where everyone is included, and this includes you. I invite you to join us in bringing our movement into City Hall as we heal, build, and rise up in the fight for Minneapolis. We are powerful!
1: Now we're back, we're gonna go to one more quick ad. This is for Ward 10. This is Aisha Chugtai and she's running in Ward 10. I definitely want you to give this ad a listen and encouraging folks to put uh, Aisha as their first choice as I did with Robin.
2: Beneath all
1: hardship in this city and in this world, there is one truth. We have enough. There is more than enough to go around for all of us to have what we need to thrive. Who gets left behind is and has always been a choice. I know that too well. My family is one of the millions in this country fighting to keep their heads above water. My name is Aisha Chuktai. I'm a renter, community organizer, union activist, first-generation immigrant, and Muslim American. And I'm running for the Minneapolis City Council in Ward 10. We can build a community where there is housing for all where everyone feels safe and where our economy puts working people first. We deserve a leader who knows Minneapolis can be that place and is willing to fight for it. Let's build a community where we can thrive together. And now we're going to go to our interview with David Rosenfeld. Uh, Ward 12 candidate standing for the Socialist Workers Party, uh, encouraging folks to put uh, David as a first choice as well. Uh, and so we go to that interview now. On Socialist News and Views, we usually let folks introduce themselves, so if you just want to introduce yourself.
0: Sure. Well, I'm David Rosenfels. Uh, I'm the Socialist Workers' Party candidate for City Council on Board 12. Uh, I've been a, a long-time uh, unionist, a uh, revolutionary. Uh, as a young person, I was very much impacted um, by uh, you know the, the recent, at that time, uh, big black rights struggle. I, uh, as a teenager, I traveled to Cuba, and that had a big, big impact on me. And I've been a lifelong supporter of the Cuban Revolution. Um, and, uh, uh, and part of building a party that really aims at organizing the working class uh, in its vanguard uh, along the lines independent from the Democrats and Republicans uh, and, and, ca- and capitalist politics. And, uh, and trying to build a movement uh, whose ultimate um, goal will be to overthrow the power of the capitalists and bring workers, to fa- workers and farmers to power. I mean, the Socialist Workers Party is a, it's a working-class party, and we're using our campaign both uh, for the city council and, and our candidate for mayor, Doug Nelson, um, to advance a fighting working-class program and to build solidarity with different labor labor, and social struggles that are going on today. Um, and and so that's been, you know, that's the emphasis of this. It's not, um, we don't start with, with what's going to get the most votes. We start with what's going to actually advance the organization and the consciousness of the working class and help to win some of the struggles that are going on today, uh, you know, particularly in the labor movement, things like the um, uh, Nabisco strike uh, that's going on ar- around the country, the uh, the John Deere strike. There's a thousand coal miners in Alabama that have been on strike for months. Um, and uh, these things are starting to get noticed because, in a, in a small way, because they're becoming an issue for the bosses. Right. And uh, that there's been a shift amongst working people. There's, uh, you know, what you know, uh, a few years ago, um, when bosses began to, you know, would, be, would push on on uh, wages and working conditions and speed up and things like that, a lot of workers kind of just threw up their hands in frustration and said, what can we do? But now we're seeing, you know, um, a whole series of examples of workers who are saying, no, we're, we're, it's enough. We're, we're not going to uh, just uh, cave in. And... They're putting up a fight. and They're winning solidarity, but but the outcome of these fights can be very important, you know, both in the negative or the positive. Um, and so, you know, we're doing what we can to to um, both spread the word, but also to uh, really encourage unions and other people to to um, weigh in on these fights and to and to bring to bear solidarity.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So just as far as your specific campaign in Word twelve, I know, you know, I've you know, different folks that I've worked with or heard about in the past, you know, sometimes are running what they would consider to be like a, a protest campaign or somewhere where you can register a vote as a protest and then other folks that would say they're running quote unquote a serious campaign, but you know, maybe they're you had you had mentioned sticking to to principles that it's more about principles than getting the votes. Like how do you see your specific campaign um you know, going from obviously Ward 12, uh, a ward here in Minneapolis that you know probably most people don't know too much about. How does that connect to the broader movement, and and how are you like using your um, your run? Like, what it, what do you see as its purpose uh, specifically in Ward 12?
0: Well, one thing about our campaign, I think that's unique, is that it's uh, uh, it's a genuine working class campaign. Uh, and so workers who want to vote for their class actually have an opportunity to do that. Right. And I, and I say that uh, in full recognition that there's a growing socialist wing of the Democratic Party in this country uh, associated with figures like Bernie Sanders and Ocasio-Cortez and, and others that um, uh, that put forward a different perspective, that put forward a perspective of seeking to channel working class struggles and social struggles that benefit working people into the Democratic Party. Uh, and and I really strongly believe that that's a, a total dead end and that the Democrats and the Republicans are the two ruling class parties that run the system on behalf of the capitalists. But they've the, the two-party system has been very effective in, uh, in channeling frustrations and uh, and aspirations for change into a system that is designed to not serve the working class but but, deserve, but to serve the, the capitalists, the ruling class. And so um, I wouldn't describe our campaign as a protest campaign, or uh, but it is a campaign that, that starts from uh, advancing the organization and the consciousness and the solidarity of working people and putting forward a fighting perspective to do that, and seeking to use the campaign to advance that perspective. But when the election is over, you can count on the Socialist Workers Party that that nothing will change in terms of our perspective in looking for the opportunities to, to push along those lines.
1: Well, it's fantastic. Is there anything else that we um, didn't cover as it applies to Ward Twelve specifically, or the you know the struggle for uh, a new world for a new system? Uh, globally, is there anything we didn't cover on that that you want to talk about?
0: Well, I will say that um, there, uh, there's been a lot of discussion, obviously, in Minneapolis you know, around questions of policing and, and what's called public safety and criminality and all those kinds of things. And I don't think that the debate as it's been framed is one in which the working class um, is able to advance its interests in terms of voting for this or that proposal uh, or looking at some of the, the uh, you know, the, the different uh, reform proposals and things like that that have been put forward. I mean, the one thing for sure is that the ruling class is going to have a police force to defend its interests and its system. Right. And, um, uh, and so talking about defunding the police, abolishing the police and those kinds of things is not a uh, is not going to happen as long as the capitalists uh, continue to run this system. But the proposals to defund the police uh, are um, are rightly unpopular amongst a lot of working people who face situations in their neighborhoods that you know where you have a lot of antisocial behavior, where you have uh, you know a certain amount of violent crime and those kinds of things and And simply defunding the police without having an institution to replace it uh, is not um, a solution, especially for those working people that face the biggest challenges. At the same time, we can never put uh, trust in the police or in in fake proposals to reform the police to make it responsive to the community because it's only going to be responsive to the class interests that it serves. So... It's, it's out of this that, that we come to the conclusion that, that, that the starting point around this question, like so many others, has to do with the organization of the working class itself and of us waking up to our capacities and our worth and, uh, and our ability to uh, begin to chart our courses independent of, the, uh, of, of ruling class politics and uh so whether we're looking at housing at education at policing uh, at foreign policy questions all of these things necessitate the working class developing its own policy its own organization uh and, and its own discipline to be able to to carry out those policies um and that uh and that that's the challenge before us and so the problem with a lot of the debates and proposals that are being put forward is that it channels the working class back into bourgeois politics instead of uh, looking to the power of our class and our allies and looking to that power, developing the confidence and the capacity to transform ourselves in the course of struggle.
1: Well, I appreciate that, David. We're going to finish out quickly with one last uh, recent ad. This is for Sheila for the People, uh, Sheila Najad. Uh, just uh, outlining her program for Minneapolis as Minneapolis's next mayor. We encourage your first choice vote for Sheila, second uh, place vote for Kate Newth, and remember, don't rank fry.
2: My name is Sheila
1: Najan, and I'm running for mayor of Minneapolis. My campaign is called Sheila for the People because that's why I'm doing it. I believe that we got the best solution when we follow the lead of the people who are doing the work on the ground. We are powerful, we are resilient, and we are creative. I am a renter, I'm a queer woman, and I'm a daughter of an immigrant. And I've been standing alongside community as we are demanding change, and our leaders have failed to meet the moment. So with all of you, I make real change in Minneapolis. And I hope you
0: can join me. Thank you. This has been a Socialist News and Views special report.